Good evening. I'm just going to say it. I made a, I, I made a regal, super regal opening. I'm just going to oh, happy Friday, everybody. Josh, I did great on that. Go ahead. No, no, you, you can do it. Okay, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I uh, hijacked the opening from Josh because, as you just saw with that beautiful cinematic opening, so, um, in the case, welcome to the Wildcat. I am followed, as always, by and the possible Joshua Chitty. Josh, why do you, you put my government name out there? Can you explain that to me? What are they thinking? Oh, fine. I'll put mine out there, too. I'm Brandon D. Junk. Everybody knows who you are, Brandon D. (laughs) Junk. They follow you on OnlyFans at Brandon's Junk. (laughs) We know this. Fine. I will take back over. So let's try this uh, again. Actually, to me that. Ooh, wow, you are breaking up so bad. It is so terrible. Yeah. Brandon's frozen. Anyway, so what's new? How how are you? Let's just pretend we don't talk every. Huh? How am I frozen? <laughs> Not nothing you said came through. Hmm. What was what was the last thing you? Heard me say. So yeah, so um, Brandon, <sighs> I'm going to ask you to check out the live feed, see what it sounds like on there, do a little troubleshooting, see if you can see how well you are coming across over the feed uh, versus how you are coming across in the hmm. in our chat. So do that. I'll keep. Is I'll keep the bad? kids entertained. Uh, I'll keep the kids entertained for a second, and uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, do some IT work. So, kids, hi, how's it going? Welcome to the show, the Wadcast, writers, actors, directors. You know what we do here, and if you don't, welcome aboard. Glad to have you here. Always fun to see you. Well, it's always fun to see us. From our perspective, because quite frankly, it's good to be seen anywhere. You never know what tomorrow's going to bring. Wow, that went dark. So uh, it's it's been quite the week. I uh, I finally wrapped up watching that show, New Amsterdam. Uh, ran for five seasons on NBC. Just just finished up season five, thirteen episodes. Uh, I enjoyed the run. Is is it a great show? You know, it's fine. Is it cheesy? Yeah, sure. And um, does it have a good message of of hope and positivity? Yes, absolutely. And did it have a satisfying conclusion? Ah, uh, I'm gonna say yes and no. Yes, because there's a, a finality uh, to to it to where you're like oh okay that's okay that's really awesome pretty sweet 
But as far as closure, not not a lot. It's a, it's a show that doesn't end with a lot of closure. I'm not going to get into spoilers because I know the show just ended. And for the, those of you that are taking the, the New Amsterdam journey, it is... It, it's quite a ride. Unfortunately, it's a ride that's missing a few pieces of track, uh, at least from my perspective. So, you know, if you're uh, if you're going to be into that, awesome. Uh, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it if you're into that sort of thing. <sighs> I don't I don't know why I started watching it. Maybe it's maybe it's because you know you, you have a main character whose motto is "How can I help." And, you know, that's that's aspirational. That is something you would love to be able to be in a position to to say something like that and actually be able to do something, you know, you know. So imagine being, you know, a writer on the show and you're coming up with all of these these interesting scenarios where medical professionals are basically turning every kind of social issue into a a medical problem not it sounds a lot weirder than it actually is but uh the max the medical director he'll he'll see a social issue and say homelessness that is a medical issue that falls under our purview we're going to fix it racial inequality that is a medical issue and we're going to fix it. So yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's it's almost like um, you know how how some shows have a monster of the week uh, situation or an alien of the week. Uh, looking at you, Star Trek Voyager, in the, one of the latest episodes of Young Rock. This has like a social cause of the week. So every week it would be we're going to turn this social issue into a medical thing and it falls under our preview. So Max tries to fix some uh, inequality or, or injustice uh, with medicine pretty much. And, and he does uh, the writers, I should say do a very eloquent job in explaining how these social issues are in fact uh, a part of the medical community's problem. Because in the end, if people were treated more equal or if, or if they were treated better in some instances, then their health issues would be lessened. So it's less about okay. something they can prescribe medicine-wise to fix a social cause and more along the lines okay. of... Uh, creating programs that would prevent the need for uh, more medical care, uh, preventative measures, if anything. So yeah, five seasons, a few uh, familiar faces, especially if you liked Breaker High back in the day. Yeah. Remember Breaker High? Nobody does, but I do. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. Real quick is real, oh, real quick is. is that is that better? Oh, 100 percent Okay. That's so I, I don't know what the hell uh, yeah, I don't know what that was all about. That's so uh that was so odd. 
Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for that. I was listening in on uh, Josh talking about the social issues and things of that nature. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what the hell that was. That was really weird. So, yeah. But that's our show. My, uh, my, my New Amsterdam journey and how I watched the, the series finale this week. We, we talked about that earlier on the phone. And I was explaining, explaining to you what happened to the finale because I know you're not yeah. going to watch it. But uh, I was just explaining to our friends, you know, kind of what the show is and um, putting it out there. Maybe they'll want to go check it out at some point. It's on Netflix. Well, four seasons are on Netflix. Uh, I watched the fifth season on on Peacock. Now in between shows, and I can't say that too loud or my oldest kid's going to burst through the door like the Kool-Aid man and go, it's time for Supernatural. I'm like, no. No. no, there's too many seasons. I have no desire to sit through Supernatural for four weeks trying to catch up on it. So, pass. It's, yeah. I've watched. I would be more impressed. Okay. Kid, I, I would be more impressed if my kid burst through your door. Um, quite frankly. <laughs> I would be too. That would mean that. Uh, kiddo decided to travel 2,000 plus miles just to come try to get me into watching Supernatural. In which case, it'd be like, okay, back on the plane, go back to your dad. I, I would not uh, count that out. <laughs> They'd be like, he hasn't watched Supernatural? Nope. Buy I mean, me you, a ticket, father. You, you know, there's this show that I was watching um, and I've seen clips of it on TikTok and Facebook uh, reels, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And it's the show called uh, Whites. It's about a guy that is a very talented chef working in a mediocre diner kind of deal. It's a BBC show. It's only got one season. It came out in 2010 or 11, somewhere around there. But uh, the clip I'm talking about is where a waitress comes in and says a gentleman wants an eggless omelet. And uh, one chef is looking at her thinking, well, okay, do you know what's in an omelet? She's like, eggs? It's like, okay, now you have an omelet. You have eggs in it. You take over the eggs. What do you have left? The omelet? It's like, okay, breadsticks. What's in breadsticks? Bread. You take away the bread. What do you have? She's like, sticks? <laughs> he, just, he just grabs an empty plate, puts some like seasoning on it, hands it to her. He's like, there. There's your eggless omelet. She's like, oh, thank you. She grabs the place, starts walking away, and like he catches her. He's like, no, come back here. Like, you, you don't take the plate out. Don't take that plate out to the guy. Um, it sounds like it's comes, right in my alley. In comes the head chef. This is the very first episode. The head chef, the one that the show's all about, he comes up, and he was like, do me a favor. Go out to the gentleman and ask if he would like the omelet with a whole egg or just the egg whites? And she's like, okay, great. She still has the plate in her hand. She starts walking around. He's like, uh, excuse me, excuse me. Don't take the plate. And she, she, the way she hands him the plate, I don't know if there's any way we can like show this clip, um, but the way she hands him the plate, she's slowly putting it down. He's not even moving. He's just watching her set the plate down. And then as she sets it down, it's like, okay, run along now. And she's like, just kind of skips out the uh, kitchen, just excited to go 
I don't know. That's the guy. I don't know. It's like she just learned something. She's so stupid in the show, but it's hysterical. But it's only got one season. It never got renewed. And I honestly, like, I watched the whole thing. I, I think it's a damn good show. I thought it was hysterical. Hold on. I'm going to see if we can pull this up. Just type in uh, White's uh, eggless, om- eggless Omelette. All right. I have it. Um, it goes without saying we don't own this. Nope. So uh, say goodbye to our monetization. <laughs> yeah. We do not make any money off of showing this clip. I probably have to mute me so it won't feedback the audio. All right. Chef. I just, I, I don't think it's fair. Chef. Yes, Kiki, what is it? A man on table six wants an eggless omelette. He wants an egg. Kiki, you can't have an eggless omelette, can you? Why do we not have any? No, they don't exist, do they? Because there's no... Breadsticks, what, what are they made of? Bread. Bread, very good. Okay, take away the bread. What are you left with? Sticks. No. There you go. That's an eggless omelette. No, don't take the plate, Kiki. What are you doing? Please. Kiki, just ask the nice man if he'd like his omelette made with whole eggs or just egg whites. You can leave the plate. There you go. You're still on mute, buddy. Good. Um, For those of you wondering, I I realized that some of the audio might have been a bit muddled, but for some reason, I... Yes. (laughs) An episode of Young Rock was also playing in the background, so... Yeah, I was curious what the other uh, noise was. Um, Yeah, I was like, how did that start playing? Well, either way, uh, yeah, but you got the gist of it. Like, that's the very first episode, like the opening scene of the show. I was in tears when I saw that. And I, you know, I watched it like uh, I, I, I came across it a few years back. And uh, it wasn't that episode. I think it was one of the latter episodes. But, you know, it is it's BBC. It's very dry humor. But that's time. what makes that's what made it work. That's what made it so good. Um, like, I think if I, if I lived in England, my humor would be more acceptable out here for sure. Oh, my language definitely would be much more acceptable. (laughs) You know, the challenges I have just trying to control my language on this show for one hour. Yes, I do. And there are times where I do not even swear once on this show. By the way, in Um, case anybody's wondering, White's. Uh, is available to stream on Amazon Prime Video. So I will be checking that out. That's like I said, it seems like something that's right up my alley. Oh, it's 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 worth it. It's it's actually a really um like I said, I think it's a very smart show. Uh but yeah, it's 
definitely worth watch. It, I, I said, you know what? I'm, you know how rare it is for me to say that about a show. It's definitely worth the watch. You know, I have this this thing where I am uh, just a fan of shows about people that are good at their job, but yeah. everyone else is less Mediocre. so. Uh, like house, you know. The, I can watch house all, all day. Oh God, that man would have been fired so many times, and had his like he would yes. have already had his license revoked. That's why I like this show. It's it's somebody that is so good. The rules mean nothing. Isn't he also like a drug addict in that show? He has a physical injury that requires him to take copious amounts of Vicodin that may be described as an addiction. Okay. Yeah. And could lead to some actual season arcs of withdrawal and jail time. Jesus. So I guess, I guess the answer would be yes. Well, it can't be worse than Cobra Kai, so that show. Cobra Kai is not a bad show. It's Cobra just Kai is per- a good show. It's just so damn predictable. Yeah, like all shows. No, this is especially predictable. It's like, oh, we're talking about a problem. Oh, here comes the here comes the daughter walking up to the house. Oh, they're talking about her. Oh, she's walking up to the house. She opens the door, and she cracks open the door. She hears them, but she walks in all nonchalant and quiet, but they're still talking about the daughter. It's like, okay. So she's going to go running off because she's she's not listening to the whole conversation, and that's just going to turn into a story arc that lasts for half the season. Mm-hmm. We're, what, four seasons in, and that's how that's how the show just – that's how they carry the show forward. That's it. Yeah, and I've, said this, I've said this before on um, our show. That is just bad writing. It is not bad writing. It is bad writing. If it happens in every other episode as a plot device to move the show forward even more, it's pretty bad writing. No, there's other no, things. That, yes, it is. It absolutely is. It's so damn lazy. <laughs> Again, <laughs> it's, lazy. No. Like every time I hear them talking about one of the kids, I roll my eyes because I know that one of the kids is going to walk in and hear the conversation from off screen or the adults are doing something and they're just going to miss a conversation. Like, and they're talking like very highly about a person. Like it's, it's, it's inevitable. It's just how it works in that show. Then again, they are Californians. No offense to Californians, but I live out here, and this is pretty much how you guys live your life out here every single day. So, um, yeah. Josh absolutely disagrees to disagree with me. He doesn't even want... There's no agreement at all here between me and Josh on this one. But you know what? This is why we are still friends after 12 years. And now Josh is talking to another person instead of his co-host. 
Yeah, I'm talking to important people. <gasps> you bitch. <laughs> you see how they At least I know the meaning of words like bad and lazy. Okay. Hmm. 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 Uh-huh. I recall doing a whole episode where we defined these terms. Yeah, hmm. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai was one of those uh, shows I talked that I spoke about. No, actually, we didn't talk about that during that episode. Oh, I should. I meant to. Cobra Kai is very lazy. Yeah, it's entertaining, but I mean, you know, come on. You know what? I can actually say it could be worse than Cobra Kai. It could be The Flash. That is a show that has absolutely no stakes whatsoever. None. Okay. Since you're turning me into devil's advocate tonight. Oh, you're going to defend The Flash too. (laughs) I will defend this. In the last... Uh... You know what? We'll say 23 years. Okay. We'll stick to this century. In the last uh, uh, 23 years, it is probably top three superhero shows. Um, Were there and other I, I mean, shows? I mean, for, uh, I mean, well, for television. But I was going to say there's Smallville, but Smallville kind of butchered a whole lot of storylines. Um I don't. I don't watch anything in the Arrowverse. I tried watching Supergirl. I couldn't get into it. Uh, Green Arrow, eh, parts of it. So I can't really speak on anything else in there. No, I watched all of the uh, Arrowverse stuff, and I've watched Agents of Shield, and I've watched Peggy Carter, and Smallville, of course. Uh, I definitely put this above Smallville. Oh no, Smallville! Like I said, Smallville butchered a whole lot of storylines. It kind of um, Smallville did for Superman stories what uh, Titans has done for a lot of Batman stories. Like Titans is largely Batman villain esque kind of deal. Only um, represent Smallville, and I think um, Gotham kind of did the same thing. If that makes sense. Smallville took a whole lot of characters that you know were not part of Clark's upbringing and threw them in there. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe they even had a Justice League in Smallville. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Uh, minus uh, minus Wonder Woman, but still, they had like a Cyborg. Uh, they the had the, they had the Flash, Aquaman, Green Arrow, and Clark. But um, but no, it's like with, with the Flash. Like what I'm saying is like there's just no stakes in the show because even if characters die, they're going to come back right away at some point. Sometimes it's happened quite a few times. That's what was it? I, sometimes. What was it like? Uh, was it uh, Iris? Right? It's Iris. Yeah. Okay. Iris. She didn't she die? She came back. More than once, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Just kept happening. Uh, Nora just disappeared. Um, but it's like honestly, like the earlier seasons, it was great. I will say the earlier seasons, I made fun of it, but they were still pretty good shows. I think. It, got, I think it went from. Hey, this is pretty good too. Well, it's still the same. Well, it's it's like that that got the same. It's just like if you even look at the CGI in the earlier seasons, it's a lot better than what they put on the later seasons. 
that's that's i think that's just a trend in television in general it's a shame they got it's like they got really uh tired of it it's like oh okay guys start we're cutting budgets <laughs> it's like now that's in the final season it's like the last day of high school is like you know it's the last day of school screw it <laughs> we're just here for the day <laughs> that's that's the thing about the flash that and and all of those uh shows in that universe they they were a well-oiled machine except for batwoman that was just painful well that that's kind of its own thing yeah that's yeah 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 that was just but the, the core shows you know you, you could really count on the crew and the cast to to kind of be there it's like whenever kevin smith talks about uh going into direct a show he's just he's just like do your thing <laughs> And they would. And that would be that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember remember hearing about him talking about that. And he even made uh, Jay and Silent Bob adult, more responsible versions of themselves with the jobs, but they weren't really that responsible. Well, you know, it has to be somewhat believable. So. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, it's like, beyond that, you know, one thing I was uh, talking about... Um, you and I discussed this earlier today. There was uh, something I came across uh, on TikTok in a uh, live feed uh, with somebody. Mm-hmm. They're talking about these uh, these Disney movies, and you and I had already discussed how we don't care about them recasting characters or uh, sw- like swapping the race of fictional characters. Like you and I just don't give a shit about that. So it makes right, really... give, give me ten seconds, real quick, okay? Okay, go ahead, and I'll and I'll break that down for for anybody that might have missed those episodes. Okay. Um, it all comes down to, you know, other than we don't care because it's their IP to whatever they want. Disney especially is and, and has never been what you'd call original. So no. <laughs> people are like, they're remaking all of these things. It's like, yes, because they're remaking their original remake. None of it's original. They've always taken other people's stories and added their own thing to them. They're just doing it for a new generation. Yep. So uh, please continue. Okay. So while I was talking about this, uh, there was some guy that was um, ranting and raving about the little mermaid. And I couldn't stop laughing at this. I was, I, I was pissing him off because I was laughing so much at this, but um, he was ranting and raving about the little mermaid and talking about how, Oh, well, it doesn't take place in Africa. She can't be black, blah, 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 blah. Like, what? It's just going on a rant. And have you seen Tinkerbell? Now, Tinkerbell is a black girl. Like, it was like, who cares? It's like, you can't, you can't even get mad at Tinkerbell because like, you can't have a black fairy now. Like, I mean, where do they, where do they help from? Like, I mean, so I'm just telling you, well, like, yeah, they are canon. But it's like, you I, I watch I, those I, Tinkerbell movies. Yeah. But it's like, I told him, like, just to think about this The Little Mermaid. You have Ariel. Okay, fine. If you want to say this takes place over in um, you know, northwestern Europe somewhere, like that's fine. I get that. Say what you want. Sebastian is a red crab that has a Jamaican accent. So how do you know that this is not exactly taking place, like, I don't know, off a colony or something like that, or like close to some other part of the world? But 
even more so, this guy says, well, look at Ariel. She was, uh, she was really, like, she's really hot. Like, you know, the redheaded Ariel. She's so hot. Like, dude, A, she's a cartoon. B, um, Ariel's a teenager in the movie. She's a minor. So you're you're kind of hitting on like a little teenage cartoon character there. Um, he's like, well, it's like when if you look at, he says like, well, it's like it's okay because you can look at shows when you were younger and still think that that person's hot in that show. I'm like, no, you can't. I told him I'm not going to break out my sixth grade yearbook and be like, oh my god, my crush is so <laughs> hot here. <laughs> but it's okay because I'm her age now. <laughs> but I'm looking at this picture of my crush when she was in sixth grade, and be like, oh my god, look at how hot she is here. Man, I love that. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love that rainbow bright shirt she's wearing. <laughs> it's so creepy. You can't say that. Getting like... all sweaty over the yearbook. <laughs> Go to Facebook. Be uh, less creepy. <laughs> yeah, Still creepy, yeah, just, but less. Yeah, yeah, Facebook stalked them. That way you can look at modern pictures of them. Don't go. But it's like, it's like, and you, I mentioned this to you earlier, and you're like, it's like watching uh, the old school Boy Meets World, like the original episodes. Be like, mm -hmm. oh man, look at how hot Topanga is. Like, because she's our age now. But like, just because we were their age back when they shot that show. In that show, that is a what 13, 14 year old girl. I don't think they were that old, actually. I think they were younger than that. But yeah, it's just the way that people freak out over that stuff. And uh, when I brought up the firefighter in um, World Trade Center, that was in real life a tall black man, but they replaced him with a shorter white man. Mm -hmm. I told like I didn't hear any outrage over that, at least not from white people. So I, I heard all the outrage coming from the other side of the aisle, but I didn't hear anything from white people over that one. So, but you guys, you go ahead, you'd be upset over Tinkerbell and Ariel. <laughs> Just I'd wait more... till he finds out how they cast Egyptians. <laughs> I'm sure that will make him irate oh, or Jesus. All of them, right? <laughs> I'm sure he's just like angrily typing up, you know, Facebook posts after Facebook posts, making his own TikTok videos of why is Jesus white? Uh, I gotta say this you and McGregor play my favorite version of Jesus. It's awesome seeing Jesus running around with a lightsaber. And that's how I prefer my savior to be. Yeah, I'm not the kicking ass, but, um, but yeah, it just it, it was it was an interesting conversation with how irate this man was getting. People get pissed. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. I I do not understand that. It's just it's. I don't know. Seems like a waste of energy to me. You know, speaking of of waste of energy and being pissed, I've just been bombarded with, uh, on my Facebook feed with group after group trying to make sell the Snyderverse to Netflix. Oh god, the uh, Snyderverse sucks. Trend. They they they're trying so hard. They're like, "Let Netflix finish it out." It's like I personally <laughs> I wish there was something I loved as much as these guys love the Snyderverse. I don't think I love yeah. my kids oh. as much as they love the Snyderverse. Yeah, I don't love your kids as much as they love the Snyderverse either. 
I just, I, I don't get it. Like, it's just like, it's, I'm not even as attached to Ghostbusters as they are to the Snyderverse. And the Snyderverse is just not, it's like, okay, someone pointed out Martian Manhunter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Talking about how's it Oh, yeah. Like he's a, the best cameo ever. I'm like, no, it's the most wasted cameo I've ever seen in my life. I told him if they're fighting dark, if they're fighting dark side, like, you know, this whole thing goes down. Why is it at the very end of the movie? And he's even watching them throughout the whole, like, you know, four and a half hour long movie. He's there, but he's not there to help them at all. He's just there to watch. But then all of a sudden he shows up like, oh, there's a danger coming. Like, well, they could have really used your help. (laughs) You know, that that reminds me that, you know, a lot of stories can just completely fall apart with like the simplest, the slightest alteration, like everything falls apart for, for that story. If, you know, Martian man, Martian Manhunter shows up and he says, you know, what he has to say. And then the only response is, where were you? Oh yeah. The, 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 the battle of Metropolis. Um, you were here. Yeah, you watch all that stuff with uh, Steppenwolf. You were here, and you did nothing. Yep. How about everything that happened in 1984 with Wonder Woman? Yep. You were here. World War One. You. You were here, and and you done did nothing. You're about pretty useless. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like people. on top of that, on top of that, the slow motion, for Christ's sake. Zach, we get it, buddy. We get it. You like slow motion. I had to watch Lois Lane coming out of a damn coffee uh, shop with a coffee in slow motion. She's getting coffee in slow motion. Two cups. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Two cups of coffee. So, like, you know, double the fun there. But the thing is, like, it was just so... I don't get it like Zack Snyder has a beautiful eye for cinematography and we've said mm. that numerous times he's a talented a very very beautiful visual effects artist he, he has some great ideas 300 was beautiful yeah I could not wait for it to be over but it was beautiful Watchmen Sucker Punch uh, all of them watch yeah Watchmen play. like oh yeah like I mean it's just like we don't need to see so much slow motion. It's like Michael Bay with his like constant camera moving and spinning around people. Like it's just, how much do you need? I'd say Michael Bay is a better storyteller. Michael Bay is a better storyteller, but what at the same time, like it's their penchant for the camera work that they do. Slow motion here. Oh, over here, the whole like you, you get bored watching Zack Snyder because you want to fast forward it, but you can't in the theater. And Michael Bay, you get motion sick watching his movies. Plus, I mean, let's let's face it, the Transformers movies, every single one of those Transformers movies, it's the same thing. The, the humans are running around, but it, it's like when the Transformers are fighting and there are people around them, it's like me trying to walk to the apartment and not step on my dogs because they're running around my feet while I'm walking to the apartment. Yeah. Every Transformers movie, it's just the only tension you really get is thinking that this might be the one time you finally get to see a human being getting crushed because two Transformers are fighting. And they always just miss them. Like, it's just... Whoops. 
it, it's mathematically impossible for them to have missed these people so many times. It was one of them, like where where someone hid under like a little brush that, like, just like a rivet in like a grass, like you know, null, and they rolled right over the person. I'm like, no, they they should have crushed that person. Like the weight of these things alone. Yep. <laughs> or it's like you know, catching them with their hands as they're flying through the air and shoving them inside and transforming them. Are you telling me for a second that not a single limb would get shredded off by this metal that's moving so quickly to you know create this car? I want to see some okay in the next in the next at least one of these Transformers movies one of these twenty five Transformers movies I want to see someone either get crushed or lose a limb. Yeah, yeah, it's just like realistic. Yeah, we got to see it in Star Wars and people lose limbs all the time in Star Wars movies. <laughs> yeah, it's a tradition but... <laughs> at this point. In 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 Marvel as well for quite a while. Really oh, yeah. pay homage to Star Wars. <laughs> People are going to lose limbs. Oh man! But yeah, it's just like I don't know. I've, I've noticed that, like, watching some movies, I just realized that there are some things I cannot stand. And like, like I said, with Michael Bay, it's a constant motion sickness I get from watching his movies. And with uh, Zack Snyder, it is the excessive slow motion and how boring his movies and how droll they are too. They're so droll, but so beautiful. They're beautiful. They're just, you know, they're, they're, God, they're, they're depressing as shit, man. See, now, Star Wars, at least, like, the movies, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I don't count the last three movies as being canon to the original, uh, series. I look at that as being, like, an extended universe I just, like, ignore because it makes no sense. It's not like a fluid storyline. It's just so weird. Um, yeah, two different directors are fighting over a vision for the trilogy, right? It just it, it kind of like clashed. It didn't really work copacetically. Well, I would the say they were fighting. Well, it's just I'm not saying I don't mean fighting as in like actually like against each other. I'm talking about um, you had uh, the you had what was it? J.J. Um, Abrams that had his vision that he wanted through all three movies, and Ryan Johnson, and yeah, Ryan Johnson came in and he threw that idea out and create his own idea, which threw the whole series off topic, killed uh, Snoke, who I believe was supposed to be like the big bad, the, the whole original trilogy, like the final trilogy. Yeah. And so since he killed him off, back comes J.J. Abrams. Uh, not to mention what like, you know, Rain Johnson did with uh, Luke Skywalker. Yeah, like Mark Hamill and, uh, you know, um, Daisy um... Fuentes. No, no, what's her name? Ridley. Uh, Daisy Ridley. <clears throat> That's right. Uh, they both have agreed that they just didn't really like what the direction he took them in in that movie. <clears throat> and then for J.J. Abrams to come back and not really explain it, but have Poe explain it best where he's like, uh, Palpatine came back somehow. Like, okay. <laughs> so it's like trying to like figure out like a new villain. It's just like it, it didn't flow. Very well. I, like, it, it felt like you could watch the tug of war in, in the course of like seven hours. It's like watching a tug of war of storytelling. I think um, we could both agree that when it comes, and I've had this conversation, I got yelled at by a shirtless man because of this, this argument I'm, I'm about to make. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a drunk 
Shirtless, drunk man. shirtless. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I think we can agree that oh, considering God. the situation JJ was put into uh, coming mm-hmm. into the third movie, where the story that he put forth in the Force what was the Force Awakens yeah. um, was ultimately kind of negated in the second movie. Yeah. He had to come up with something new. And by something new, I mean, let's face it, you can't really introduce a new big bad of a trilogy in the third movie. So you're going to have to go with someone recognizable, someone that's already known, but that somebody already known also has to be a bigger bad than the guy that you killed off in the second movie. But it's like, but you still had Kylo Ren in the third movie. It would have been nice, but that wasn't the direction they were going with him is he, they're doing his redemption arc and yeah, not his ultimate rise to power arc. But mind you, the redemption arc could have been that like in return of the Jedi, Darth Vader's redemption arc happened at the second half of that movie. The first movie, he was still like Darth Vader. He was still like, he wasn't like even close to being turned back to Anakin at that point. He was looking for Luke to turn him to the dark side. Mm-hmm. It was not until like the redemption arc didn't even happen. Until the fight, I'm I'm sorry, until Emperor Palpatine was electrocuting Luke on the verge of killing him, and Darth Vader sacrificed himself to save his son. That was a redemption arc right there. Yes, and that the whole uh, build up to that was uh, figuring out where Vader's loyalties truly were. And it, it kind of gave us that reveal as the Emperor was attacking Luke, that um, Vader was still also Anakin and was uh, willing to, you know, sacrifice his mentor. Although, if you recall, the the big moral dilemma for, for Vader wasn't, you know, will I choose the dark side and the emperor or will I choose the light side with Luke? It was, will I choose the dark side with the emperor or will I choose the dark side with my son? Yeah, but the thing is like at the very end of, um, at the very end of rise of Skywalker, you had, <clears throat> you had Ray facing off against uh, Palpatine. Instead of bringing back Palpatine, you could have easily just, uh, had Ben Solo, like, there's nothing wrong with creating a character that does not have a, a redemption. You could have had it to where he was so far gone that he had to be destroyed. It could have been an amazing story. Because it's not one you, that you've seen before. Like, not in the live action, like, not in, like, the feature-like movies. It's not one you've seen before where a character is so far gone that you cannot save them from the dark side. The closest you saw to that was in episode three. Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me, you are telling me that you wanted Han Solo, Han Solo's death to mean something? Yeah, exactly. Is that what you're saying? You're saying you wanted his sacrifice to where they're on the bridge and, you know, Kylo Ren's like, I don't know what to do. And Han Solo's like, yeah, I think you do. Yeah, Kylo Ren even rebuilt his helmets. In, in episode nine, he even rebuilt the helmet. Why do this? If you're just going to have him like, you know, an hour and a half later on, I was like, oh, I'm a good guy now. Like, no. 
I think he followed his grandfather's footsteps and just wanted to be the sole, you know, leader. Yeah, and that's what it should have been, though. He should have followed his grandfather's footsteps without having a without having someone to pull him back. Darth Vader had Luke Skywalker to pull him back into Anakin Skywalker. Ben, so like you know, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, whatever. He killed his own father, just killed him. And he was um, able to come back from that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like usually that, like Luke Skywalker killing Darth Vader is what would have pushed him into the dark side. But okay. So no. hold on. Let me, let me see if I can wrap my head around this real quick. Okay. You would have preferred uh, over what we got that Kylo Ren's story didn't end with some sort of janky, you know, we used the force to bring you to life. And then now I did. Um, Yes, but you, you I would. Have, I would. I would have you, preferred it that since Emperor Palpatine, and a lot of people don't really catch this. Uh, in Episode Three, <clears throat> he uh, he gives Anakin Skywalker this whole spiel about how he can never learn how to save people from death or bring them back from death. He can never learn these uh, these teachings from a Jedi. Right. He lures him, and he lures him lures him to the dark side. And then after Anakin converts to the dark side, Palpatine flat out tells him that he was lying to him about knowing how to bring people back from the dead. He says flat out in his speech, like only one person knew how to do this, but if you want to work together, we can learn the secrets. And which he obviously did. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I mean, you know, Palpatine did somehow cause he's, you know, in episode nine, but no one else knew this secret so all of a sudden, Ray knows how to bring Kylo Ren back. I'm sorry, no, was it Kylo? I, I forget. I, I checked out this part, but I guess Kylo, like Kylo, Kylo brings Ray back. Okay, Kylo Ren brings Ray back from the death, from death, and then she, and then he gets killed because of that. Yeah. So it's just like I'm looking at this like, no, you should have had Kylo Ren be the bad guy of this entire uh, movie. Like you, he should have gone. So far to the dark side, he could not have been saved, and it would have added to this absolute, like, I guess, like this moment where Ray has a struggle with ending Kylo Ren. He's so far gone that she has to sacrifice that side of her to take him out, and she doesn't. I don't think you end with Kylo Ren's death. I okay, hear me out. Okay, say this This all happens the way you said Kylo Ren is so far gone because he killed his father. That's, I mean, that, that should have been a given. That's not something you should be able to, to, to pull back from. Um, so he kills his father. He keeps falling further and further down uh, the rabbit hole, learning the ways of the Sith, um, even though he's kind of rejecting the idea of um, just allegiances all together um so he his ultimate goal is to destroy whatever master there is above him so he yeah. can be complete and total you know uh badass of the empire yeah right so in a way this trilogy would have been sort of like the prequel uh, uh the prequels to where we see the rise of or or the creation of Darth Vader. So after this trilogy, 
there would be uh, another uh, a trilogy where Kylo Ren is the uh, the ultimate uh, dark reigning emperor overlord, whatever title he makes for himself, and yeah. he becomes like the most oppressive force in galactic history and leaves uh, the Rebel Alliance uh, in complete ruins uh, with only, you know, Ray and a ragtag group to, to fight back. And I'd, I'd be happy to see that over what, we, over what we saw. What we got was such a wasted potential to have all these OG characters come back and rock the hell out of things. Mm -hmm. it, could have, it could have very easily been a passing of the torch thing, but instead we got what we got. Uh, <clears throat> and then on top of that, like to end it off, the big thing is that killing Palpatine is what he wanted to be killed so he could transfer his soul into the next person, right? That was his big thing. Mm -hmm. Ray, Ray killed him. So yeah. how... So she kills him. She goes down to Tatooine. She buries like those last two lightsabers. Mm -hmm. And who are you? Oh, I'm Ray Skywalker. Well, you can't say you're Ray Palpatine. He's kind of like pretty well known. I honestly, I would be going. I would be excited to find out that Palpatine survived through. If you if you have to push it on, Palpatine survived through Ray. I'd be fine with that, but the thing is, like, I'd rather just had gone the route of Ben being the bad guy, Palpatine never having come back, because even at the end of um, The Last Jedi, Kylo Ren was pissed. Yeah. Like, he was absolutely, he wanted the galaxy, he wanted to rule, and he wanted Rey to rule with him. The even so bigger twist would have been if Rey did decide Okay, we will rule this galaxy together. Yeah. Absolutely. Have people leave in the theater going, what? What just, what just, what just happened? The yeah. dark side won? Huh. <clears throat> oh, you, there's one more thing. Speaking of Star Wars, one more thing I uh, read today that I thought was hysterical. It was on Screen Rants. And uh, mm -hmm. screen screen rants. If any, if any of authors from screen rants watch this episode or listen to the show at all, do me a favor. Start paying attention to things that you write about. Um, they were talking about the. Seems like a big ask. I know, right? Uh, they were talking about the first episode of season three of The Mandalorian. Uh huh. Now, you've caught. I don't know if you've gotten a chance to watch it yet. Have you? No. No. Okay. <clears throat> Well, no spoilers then, but still, uh, the big thing was that they're saying that season one, I'm sorry, episode one of season three of The Mandalorian completely retconned his whole side adventure in uh, Book of Boba Fett. It, I'm looking at this thinking, like, how? Like, nothing was retconned. Nothing was, like, nothing was taken away. Like, I mean, Christ, he gave Grogu back to Luke, gave Grogu to Luke Skywalker at the end of season two. And in Book of Boba Fett, he goes and ends back up with Grogu because Grogu uses him over the Jedi teachings. And now he has Grogu again. 
they cracked me because I, I really wish you watched it so I could talk to you about this. But um, yeah, it's like there's nothing that was retconned at all. And honestly, like the Mandalorian is a show where I honestly would I would have loved to see it as a movie or as like an actual movie series. But yeah, I guess what we have right now is uh better. It's definitely best as like a Western style inter- well, intergalactic Western. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so yeah. So I got on that one. Well, I haven't watched it. In fact, I'm I'm also uh as far as viewing uh I guess things. Haven't watched a movie in a while. And I am four episodes behind on The Last of Us. Well, you're missing out on The Last of Us. You're also missing out on Cocaine Bear. And Creed 3 came out today. Ah, fuck it. There's my one per episode. Don't see the point of those movies either. Cocaine Bear, though? Excellent. <clears throat> Creed movies are good. They're just re- They're just like pretty much retellings of Rocky to me. That's all they are. That's all they are. Just there, it's another, it's a passing the torch Rocky to future Rocky, well, i.e., Creed's, you know, Creed Jr., I guess. Yeah. <clears throat> but I just, because like they even had, uh, what was it, um, Ivan Drago's uh, son in, the, in, in uh, Creed 2. Yes. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I, you just, I think... just Cobra Kai the shit out of that movie, didn't you? <laughs> oh god again with the cobra kai stuff well no I'm, I'm talking about how like in cobra kai it's like a bunch of old men that have like beef with each other and the kids are the ones fighting it out and so in creed 2 it's old men that have the beef with each other and the kids are the ones fighting it out <laughs> and, and remember i said if you can compare cobra kai to anything it's glee oh god a bunch of middle-aged worse. people that fight each other with kids and their hobbies yeah <laughs> it's so And it's either uh, something no, you're into no. or you're not. Yeah, I'm not at all. I couldn't tell. I thought you were kind of on the fence about it. Cobra Kai, I like it for the nostalgia factor and seeing like the old school characters come back. <sighs> and but, Johnny is just a freaking force. No, Johnny's hysterical. Like Johnny's something that you didn't really care for at all in the original movie. He didn't really have much to like really, you know, he wasn't really that exciting of a character in the original movie. No, he was just uh, a he's just an asshole. Yeah, but watching him this show is like you kind of feel bad for the guy. A little bit, but it's like you're rooting for him. It's like okay, man, you're 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 still you're still kind of a dick, but it's his like mindset he, uh, is still like 1985. <clears throat> yeah, Eagle Fang Karate. You <laughs> yeah, have fangs. You want to score those babes? Join karate, learn some really like, learn some really sweet roundhouse kicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oops. Knocking into but, stuff. Yeah, careful. But no no. There there's really not a whole lot that I've uh, been watching myself. Um Cocaine Bear watched that. It was hysterical. I will say Elizabeth Banks did a great job on that one. Do you think Meth Gator will live up to it? No, I don't. <laughs> the fact that Cocaine Bear comes out and Asylum already has Meth Gator. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they're, they're quick. 
they must have gotten they must have gotten wind like a few months ago that cocaine bear was even a thing. LSD lemur. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> God. Magic mushroom monkeys. I was about to I was about to say mushroom monkeys. <laughs> The possibilities uh, are limitless. Well, bath salt baboon. <laughs> at least is limited to what schedule one narcotics are available to write about. You know what? Bath salt baboons. I would watch that one <laughs> all day. <laughs> Let's write it. No. <laughs> Sell Not it for even... 50 bucks. Watch it make a billion. I wouldn't even write that with a pen name. You kidding me? No. I'll write it. I'll write it proudly. Hey, did you oh, see my sad. movie? <laughs> Bath salt baboons. Yeah, that was me. Oh, God. What's it about? Well, it's in the title. <laughs> Doesn't take a real genius to break this one down. People Bath getting salt. their faces ripped off. Basalt baboons versus mushroom monkeys. Because <laughs> you have to have like a versus movie at some point. You have to build the universe. Okay, it starts off with, you know, some oh, God. random dealers so going to the zoo that and so they think stupid. the cops are on to them. So they <laughs> toss their stash, right? They're like, oh man, they're on to me toss their stash into the monkey pin next thing you know the monkeys are like okay I'm gonna eat this and then all hell breaks loose it's, it's like a survival film it's the monkeys go crazy I mean you already had that movie what was the movie uh, <clears throat> Zoombies Zombies or something like that. I, it's like we're weird. like um, it's like the zoo full of animals. That, like all the animals have like that like zombie virus, so they're like you know they're not zombies, they're zombies because they're animals in a zoo. Um, mm. That one and um, zombievers. Zombiever, yeah. I'm I'm just saying, I'm just and saying. Black sheep. This um, this plot where. A dealer goes to the zoo for a deal, thinks he's being spotted by police, oh, ditches so his stash in the monkey pin. The monkeys get into the drugs, and the rest of the movie literally just writes itself. All you have to do is put in parentheses, monkeys go crazy, everything's resolved, credits. So you don't I mean, need dialogue like for this. No, it, it would be like the ending for Maximum Overdrive. How you don't get any closure whatsoever. It goes to black, or I'm sorry, as they're escaping, I think on a boat. Um, it says something, there's like text talking about how uh, the UFO was blown up by the U.S. government. Like there's no ending to the end of Maximum Overdrive. It's just like, it just tells you what happens afterwards. You know what that's called? Lazy running writing. out of money. Oh, okay. We I'll don't go. have enough money to actually film an ending. So But it's like it's in, like there's an ending in the book. And here's what cracks me up. This is Stephen King's 
he was not happy well, with how there was some a of his book. No, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, there was a book, but the thing is, like, uh, it was like a short story, rather. It wasn't like a book, but um, either way, Stephen King wrote the screenplay, <clears throat> and Stephen King directed because he wanted done right. Yeah, and it's listed as one of the worst, if not the worst, um, Stephen King story ever. Brought to film. I think so. Let me uh, check that. I don't, I'm too sure if that's a. Uh... Let me see here. It may not have been an actual uh, book, but I know he wrote the story for it. And um, I don't know if he ever published it, but it was initially a story idea. Huh? And then the big bad of that movie was a uh, semi truck with Green Goblin's face on it. First time we saw the Green Goblin as a villain in a movie. Something else Raimi couldn't uh, quite figure out how to translate to screen. The look of the Green Goblin. And I don't want to make it sound like I'm, I'm knocking Raimi here because, uh, you know, this, the, uh, okay, his movies it, were good for what they were. It was based on a short story called Trucks. What collection was that in? Um... Night shift. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Uh, let's see. The survivors then sail off to safety. A title card uh, epilogue explains that two days later, a UFO was destroyed by a Soviet weather satellite, conveniently equipped with class class four nuclear missiles and a laser cannon. Six hey, days it's later, a movie Earth where the US didn't save the day. <laughs> Six days later. Earth passes out of the comet's tail, and the survivors are still alive. Oh God, I forgot how bad that was. Um, oh yeah, it's it's great to see a like a science fiction movie where like you know the United States are not the ones that serve like that save the world as they do with yeah. every single sci sci fi movie. Every one of them, except for Mars attack, uh, not Mars attacks. Um, Oh, God. Um, War of the Worlds. Because War of the Worlds, they died just by, you know, what, infection, I think? I never saw the, the movie. So, yeah, so like the uh, the Earth's like atmosphere is what killed them off because they didn't have the protection from the germs that we have here. Mm -hmm. That's what killed the aliens. So, our germs. They didn't get vaccinated before the trip? I guess not, no. No, they're they're a brilliant species that is able to transport through lightning bolts into the ground and into these giant ass like three legged tripod machines, but they don't know enough to vaccinate before they come into another planet's atmosphere. Maybe they were new at it. I guess maybe. It's like you know maybe they got their lessons from watching Invader Zim. I don't know. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. God. So many bad things out there to watch. So are you gonna get going and go watch Supernatural with the kiddo? Yeah. No. Wow. I mean, I, I don't want to say I'm never going to, but you should. It's great to spend time with your kids. I watch I watch 101 Dalmatians with the dogs. 
Well, first of all, comparing my children to your dog seems a bit um, ludicrous. Uh, because off, my kids you... stopped pooping in the living room like weeks ago. So, uh, you know, kids, one dog's nothing. I'm sending you this picture right now of me and my boy last night when I was working on this um, editing that we put up uh, tonight. Just sent to you on Facebook. Really cute picture of me and the doggo. Well, he's sitting there helping me out with this. And by helping me, I mean not doing a damn thing to contribute. But, um, yeah, it's my boy. We're not uh, And we're I not will really watch. Doing anybody any justice here with you telling them that you sent me a picture. So. So. Well, yeah, there, talk that's what he's talking about. Yeah, that's my dog. That's that's Indiana Jones. My co it's my uh, co-writer. My co-contributor that doesn't contribute or co-write, you know, a damn thing. He just lays there and watches. That's the that's the the star of oh. we named the dog Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's about five or six years old now than he was in that picture. But yeah, while I'm in here in the office and they're doing some writing or editing or whatever, he's laying next you know to me. What? I'm gonna do the same thing then. <clears throat> Hang on. Let's see. Find you on Facebook. What? Why are you finding me on Facebook? So I can send you the message to which I can then share. This is who was sitting with me. This is who was sitting with me as I was doing uh, work on the computer. Sitting on my desk, just kind of watching me. That's 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 our cookie. Hey, uh, next uh, week, can we talk about like, you know, comic book, um, comic adaptations? Not like Marvel, not mainstream ones, but like just like comic adaptations that were mainstream that became movies. Cause I made something for that. Oh, you made, that's why you want to do a thing about it. I am proud of what I made. Ah, got it. I'm not a fan of the aspect ratio, but I can make it work. Well, I can always fix the aspect ratio. Writers, actors, directors, wildcast writers, actors, directors, <laughs> wildcast <laughs> That's so bad. I could probably do a, find a karaoke version and then create a adult. <laughs> oh, man. Challenge accepted. <laughs> there we go. So that'll be next week. That'll be the one time we actually have a topic that I can discuss on like the promotional material. Just but, because um, Brandon made the promotional material first. <laughs> yeah. Come on. 
I, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I'm just we, saying it's we a never thing. Discuss, we never discuss future episodes while we're still wrapping up the current one. Yeah, so the, motto is, like, the motto is, what are we going to talk about next? I don't know. It's not five minutes before air, and I'm not psychic. Yeah. yeah. But like this one, you want to give like a tease over that? Okay, before before we do that, I, I, I kind of want to pull back the curtain a little bit. Um, tonight... You know, like we we stopped doing you know shows dedicated to you know a, a, a topic pretty much, and the 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 thing is we'll we'll generally have an idea of some of the things that we're going to bring up, you know, to talk about just in case oh, there needs to be a little, any kind of research done or or uh, ideas you know kind of thought out first. I'm 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 going to tell you right now this episode not a one made it to the actual episode. Every, everything we'd said, hey, we could talk about this. We could talk about this. This is what I've been looking at. None of it made it to air tonight. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think I don't think I talked about a single thing that I mentioned earlier. Just just that TikTok conversation. You were like, uh, saw this oh, thing uh, right. with this yeah. guy on TikTok. That's it. That's, that's you know, okay. that's the only thing. Had this whole, you know, you know. Uh, I even tried to to segue into one of them about stories that just fall apart if you pull one thread, but. Nope. E even with yeah. our most loosely, loosely made plans just to keep the conversation going, all of it is is, is able to be thrown out the window without warning. Not not because we consciously, you know, decide, you know, we're not going to do this. It's just because there's a finite amount of time, and sometimes we don't go in that direction. Nope. So Brandon, what, what is the tease for next week? Then episode number one twenty two. The, the picture I sent you. So you want me to, to show that? Sure. Is that all right? Brandon's looking for those uh, those attaboys. As I get ready to hmm. present to you what he presented to me, I better close that tab because, you know, I'll close that one too. And the reason why I want this hinted is because A, I think it's awesome. I think it did a great job on it. B, um, yeah, we don't really talk about other things, other properties, and the differences in the original properties versus what made it to, uh, you know, the screen. And you had different things, like you have Ninja Turtles, you have Vampire Rally, you have Blood Rain. Well, but it's actually more of a, it's a video game, not so much a uh, comic book series. Vampire Rella, you know, there's quite a few comic books that have like you know the mask. I think I said Vampire yeah. Vampire twice, didn't I? Okay, the mask, Spawn. Like I mean, all mm -hmm. those old school comic books that like you know came out. Like I mean, there's there's a bunch of them that have not really like Swamp Thing. Before it was like the uh, the fantastic DC shows can uh, was a somewhat okay movie and uh, series. Pretty awesome USA show. Uh, 
and it's also a part of James Gunn's oh, um, show. And the... James Gunn's bringing it back. Oh, his lineup, yeah. And there was also a cartoon for Swamp Thing back in the uh, early nineties. Yeah. So, I mean, I would also love to and talk. The theme about... song was. Oh God. The theme song was what? I was going to say the theme song was is a uh, it's a iteration of Wild Thing. Yes, the, so that's right. If you dust. remember the opening thing, yeah, it's like it said, like Wild Thing, do 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 do, you make my heart. So it's like swapping, dude. It's so stupid. But it's like going back and watching it. It's just like it, it's just it, it like in this, this trip down like you know memory lane. It's hysterical to me. But no. And I'm just saying, I, I would also like to, for us to touch on, at some point in the future, the ridiculous things that were geared towards children when we were children that oh, probably God. shouldn't have been. Like, I don't <laughs> know, <and> Rambo toys? <laughs> uh, I was thinking Rambo, we're And Robocop. And Robocop. And Robocop. <laughs> Robocop even had toys and like... R-rated oh, movies with kids' lines, kids' toys. Oh yeah, and Ro like and RoboCop and uh, Rambo both had cartoon series. Yes. Like I mean, just a little trivia. There, ladies, kind. I had the RoboCop toys. Uh, Robocop, you uh, remember like those, like, uh, the caps that you would like shoot, like the paper caps you put in the guns, yeah, you pull the trigger, and it like you look, you, you put them in like this little back section for Robocop, and so then you pull like the metal handle down, it was like that would be him like shooting his gun, like this is a kid's toy, <laughs> but oh god. Good times. I, I, you know, I loved my childhood. I love the stuff that we got to play with and things we got to watch. Yeah, but they even should... had Freddy Krueger. They even had a Freddy Krueger toy, for Christ's sake. We, they had we a should talking definitely, Freddy Krueger um, toy. Break down what it was like to grow up in the 80s. You know what the hell? In, with it? Let's, that's that's the next episode right there. Growing up in the 80s. That will be the next episode. That's going to be next Friday night. Growing up in the '80s, like the cartoon, the awesome cartoons that we got to watch, the awesome movies that, like, we really were not supposed to know anything about that got turned into kids' properties, mm -hmm. while other future like rated R movie versions were coming out. So it's like, oh my god, we just watched like I just watched the cartoon of RoboCop. Oh, they're making a RoboCop too. I should watch that too. I have the toys. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go, God. <laughs> the the entertainment industry did not give a shit about what kids were watching back in the eighties. They did not no. care. <laughs> I remember being in like kindergarten with my best friend at the time, Andrew Bottel. <laughs> like <laughs> we used to like that one. What was it like that one line in Rambo? I think Rambo two. Who are you? And he says, "Your worst nightmare." We used to say it to each other all the time. It's a joke. Indiana Jones, man. 
Indiana Jones was PG, was rated PG. The very opening of the very first movie, Raiders of the Lost Ark, you have Alfred Molina, like our future Dr. Octopus, getting a spike through his head. It's a PG movie. Not to be fair, PG-13 didn't exist. I know. That was after, I think, uh, it was either Indian, I believe it was Gremlins that put that over the limit. You know, not Indiana Jones, not all that like messed up stuff, like faces melting and everything else. That didn't do it. It was Gremlins. <laughs> also, another another franchise that's like, here, kids, play with these toys that will scar you for life. <laughs> oh, it's like, what was it? It was uh, Gremlins Two was supposed to be for kids, <laughs> and Gremlins Two had a giant spider gremlin in it. <laughs> Another grandma bursting out of like a control room, biting a guy. <laughs> there was nothing kid friendly grandmas to either, and they were still melting and like it just. God, being a kid of the eighties, dude. <laughs> it's you know, it's hard to imagine. You do you remember the ambiguously gay duo? Yes. It's yeah, the cartoons. That was, that, that was, that was SNL, wasn't it? Yes, it's it's the cartoons from our childhood where you know I think they drew a lot of inspiration from. I mean, come on, Thundercats, Thundercats, Tiger Sharks, Silverhawks, yeah, Thundar. We're gonna we're gonna have a descripting. We're gonna have an adjective and an animal. What was um the the cats in the in the Jets? Huh? The the show about the Thunder? cat. No, oh, uh, SWAT, SWAT cats. SWAT no. cats. Yeah, SWAT cats. Yeah. I remember uh, COPS. Biker. Biker. Oh, oh yeah, COPS mask. Uh, biker mice from Mars. Biker mice from Mars. Uh, you had um, Centurions. Uh, GoBots. Go oh god no no one cared no one cared about GoBots I loved GoBots it's such a cheap uh, lazy ripoff of Transformers um, but of course I like the real Ghostbusters which flat out like <laughs> was called the real Ghostbusters to give a middle finger to the original Ghostbusters property that let them use the name Ghostbusters but well, and then the original the Ghostbusters week. yeah and then the original Ghostbusters comes back to try to. Um, Bank off of uh, the Ghostbusters movie. Anyway, I gotta go. So, ladies and gentlemen, follow me, BJaxman1982 on Instagram, Brandon Junk on Facebook. Uh, I don't know what Twitter is, I keep forgetting. And um, Brand- Brandon Junk on TikTok. Uh, I've got a few things posted on there. Brandon's Junk on OnlyFans. But. God. And the most important ones to follow are both on Facebook and Instagram. That is Facebook.com backslash the Wadcast. And same for the Instagram, Instagram.com backslash uh, the Wadcast. Excuse me. You'll notice us because we'll have a black picture with a white banner that says Wadcast in it. Uh, so go ahead and uh, give us a like, give us a follow, uh, catch up on our shows. They're all posted on the Facebook page, every one of them. Uh, tonight's will be added uh, shortly after it's posted. That's about it. But I got to go because I really have to go to the bathroom. So you guys have a great (laughs) Friday. And I'm going to go lose some weight.
Oh, what a what a charmer he is, isn't he? And he got out before the music. So it's a win for him, I'm sure. Well, the other thing you can do is go to wadcomedia.com that has all of the appropriate links for you to click on to get to everywhere you need to get to to follow us on social media. I wish I could say the website itself was updated on a more regular basis, but you know what? It is what it is. So go to the social medias from wadcomedia.com and uh, go ahead and hit the like button on all of those things. Uh, a few a few quick things to uh, kind of put out there. First of all, I want to say thank you. Uh, thank you very much to all of you for joining us. And I want to say thank you to Jen, the uh, always wonderful hostess of uh, TV dinners as well as my co-host from 10 to 1. I, I'm saying thank you because this week we came to a, a finale for the TV Dinners podcast. So that uh, that was sunsetted this week. But in its, uh, in its wake rises a new show, which, you know what? You're going to have to go to the social media pages to find out more about. Yeah. But no, Jen is not done with us here at Wadco Media. You can always go to moviesandmeals.com to also uh, keep track of what she's up to. But nope, not done by a mile. We're starting something new. Something uh, something very promising. And I hope you'll all tune in as uh, storytelling is, is broken down uh, week by week. So once again, thank you for joining us for the podcast episode number 121. Should have been said at the top of the show, but Brandon found out that hosting introductions is not as easy as I make it look every week. (laughs) And neither is hosting outro. So uh, I'm going to just say what I say every week. And remember this, the only thing standing between you and your dreams is you. If you want to be a writer, you have to start writing. If you want to be a director, you have to start directing. You have a phone, point it at something and start getting that footage. Download some editing software, put it all together. Guess what? Now you're an editor. If you want to be in it, just set it down somewhere. Start recording yourself. Guess what? You're an actor. You don't need permission to create your film, short, long, or otherwise, doesn't have to be brilliant. It just has to be made. I don't remember who said that, but they're wise words. Make it. After the experience comes, then you can make it better. Ask ask George Lucas how that turns out. I mean, okay, maybe a bad example. But Tim Burton with Frankenweenie, maybe? I don't know. But the point is, the, the biggest 
I think the biggest problem that plagues creators isn't seeing your work rejected and it isn't seeing your work unappreciated. It's having work in your mind, having something creative in your mind and then just leaving it there. I think that's the biggest, biggest shame of all. Whew, so this has been the Wantcast episode number 121. I hope you all enjoyed uh, our, our little banter here tonight. We will be back next week talking about our childhoods in the most therapeutic way. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be kind of crazy. That's the Wantcast for you. We will see you next week. I'm Josh. That was Brandon. See y'all later.